0: Hey, everybody.
1: Welcome to SVU Pod, especially heinous. I'm Tasha. I'm Gabe. Happy Halloween. (laughs) We're doing a little ghosty bonus because the more Gabe wears me down, the more I give in (laughs) to these. Okay, it's not. You know what? I really like the last few stories that we got. I've actually liked all of them. Dude, just fucking. I I know. You're into it. I do. I do like it. I do like it. I just want to have something to be mad about. I don't sure. really have anything else. Yeah. Sure, I get that.
0: Sure. Hello, Munch. Although Hi. I don't like him, though. <laughs> so yeah.
1: But I mean, I just don't care. Like I don't know. It doesn't move my needle. But there are some things like the fucking little dog in that
0: haunted house. I know. I with still the think mom about being that. like, yeah,
1: being like, oh, there's the dog. And I mean, how bananas would that be to be like, oh, cute? There's a little puppy here. Did you see the dog? Mm-hmm. And then to find out there is no dog. It would just completely fuck up your entire head. Mm -hmm. Like, was it running around her feet? Was there like a little draft? Like, what did it feel like? Did Mm -hmm. it seem concrete? Like, real? I don't know. Anyway, we asked you guys to send us your ghost stories. I haven't read any of these. I just got them and was like, Gabe, stay out of the email. (laughs) It was hard. Okay, so I'm just going to dive in and read you some of these. This is from Sydney, Okay okay uh the person not the place i'm not sure where they live okay hello friends hi i was listening to your latest episode and heard that you were asking for ghost stories and i think i have one and though it involves me i actually remember very little of it (gasps) just like every great story my mother told me every spooky detail when I was just getting into true crime and watching all of those real slash maybe fake ghost hunting shows, I would constantly whine about how I never encountered a ghost until my mother piped up and said, well, you actually might have. More excited about having a conversation with my mother than I have in years as I was a moody 16-year-old. I wanted mm. to know everything. Yeah. Did you ever watch any of those shows? Oh, Any yeah. of those ghost hunting? Like, I watched the one, what was it called? It was like Paranormal You or something. It was oh. like- a young dude with his like.
0: It was like a Penn, Penn State S- dude? Yeah. It, it was, was like, like a- pen U or Paranormal U- Universe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And it was so cheeseball. Yeah, they're was- all super cheesy. I used to like the one that was on sci fi and the guys were like the plumbers or whatever. <laughs> that was like the big one um years ago. And. They're, like, dumb, but they're kind of fun. I don't really watch them anymore. I like watching, like, Haunted, the ones that are, like, they're interviewing the people, and then they're, like, sh- then they do a...
1: Yeah. You know what, though? I really liked the the thing that kept me coming back to that paranormal you or whatever was they would have Chip Coffee come in. Was that the one that Chip Coffee would come on to? And Where's he Chip was, like, Coffee? A, Chip Coffee, and he's a medium, and he's, like, really cute, and he's an older guy...
0: I don't know. Come on.
1: You will recognize him the second you see him.
0: Oh yeah. He looks like a little middle aged turtle. Yeah. I don't know. Uh let's see. Chip coffee. Paranormal something. state. Paranormal state, yeah.
1: Yeah. I just remember that there was a girl who could speak like Latin or something, or like ghost language.
0: Mm-hmm. Elfie. <laughs> ghost
1: language. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, yeah. And then um chip coffee was also on psychic kids. Remember that watching? Oh, see, if you like this shit, you got to watch Psychic Kids because to me, it's harder to believe that kids are faking it. Yeah. Anyways, so this email. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. She's 16. Her mom's telling her this story. So the story starts when my grandmother was in the hospital for surgery. In the hospital I live near, they let the family wait in a separate room as to not disturb others while they wait. Me, my sister, and my parents were in there until I got too hungry and my precious mother just gave me some money to walk down to the vending machine as it was too late and the cafeteria was closed. And unsurprisingly, I got my little ass lost in the hospital. Since I was around 8 to 10 years old in an incredibly empty hospital, I started panicking immediately. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, yeah. Yeah. I would have too. crying my heart out. Oh, crying my heart out until a nice nurse found me and brought me back to the center of the floor where the rest of the nurses and my hysterical mother were. I had told her I was fine and that the nice nurse led me back. But as it always happens, when I looked back, he wasn't there anymore. According to my mother, when she asked the nurses there to find said nurse so she could thank him, they told my mother that no other nurses were currently working that night Only the few already with my mother.
0: Oh my God.
1: You could brush it off as a nurse who was leaving for the night, but all my mother remembers is that I walked down the hallway alone and that the nurses looked very scared as they ushered us back into the family room until my grandmother got out of surgery. I personally believe some incredibly nice ghost nurse saw me crying for my mother and knew he had to lead me back to her especially since that was the same hospital that my aunt used to work at as a nurse and had a whole bunch of stories of her own, but that's for another email. (gasps) Why? Why can't it be this email? (laughs) Send us that email, Sydney. Send us that. Thank you guys so much for the podcast. It's so much fun to listen to, and I always feel like that 16-year-old again hanging out with the much cooler college kids whenever I put it on. Never stop being you and keep baking those garbage cookies. They're my favorite. Okay, compliment very appreciated. Um, full blown college never happened for me. I was doing drugs and blowing dudes. Um, also, I've never been cool in my life. <laughs>
0: yeah, been cripplingly insecure my entire life.
1: Yes, thank you for this email. And I, one hundred percent, if that happened to me, I would think about it super on the rig.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Next, next, next song, next story. This email is from Vanessa. And this is her dad's ghost story. Hi. I don't think I've ever looked forward to new episodes of any podcast more than SVU. Po- I can't leave this shit in. It's like yeah, so. you can. It's fine. I know. But it, it's like, you know that thing where someone's like, you look really nice today and you just want the world to swallow you up so no one looks? <laughs> you know yeah but i also have said this before like my needy cup overfloweth okay i don't think i've ever looked forward to new episodes of any podcast more than svu pod i recently admitted to my podcast co-host oh this is oh oh she's from the bottom bible oh my god hi yes hi
0: Go listen to the Bottom Bible podcast. I was just telling somebody that that is the best fucking, the Bottom Bible. That's just like the best. Okay. So Vanessa
1: says, I recently admitted to my podcast co-host that I listened to your episodes before I listened to our own. You both make me literally laugh out loud and I love your love. Oh, we love you. Okay. We're here for ghost stories and I have one. My dad told me when I was way too young and easily traumatized. (laughs) Welcome to being a Mexican child, where no one ever thinks twice about sharing scary shit with you.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I, I was like, mm-hmm, like I know anything. Like I, <laughs> I was hung up with-right past. And
1: I was like, oh my God, Gabe talked to her fucking neighbor for five minutes. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I
0: She's have like, a Mexican friend. Right? Yeah. Culturally, I, get it. I understand. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus fuck. Just go.
1: My dad is a fairly serious man. Not a total wet blanket, but not a joker or prone to telling tall tales. He's one of 19 kids.
0: Damn.
1: Yes, 19. She like doubles down. This story was from the first half of the family when
0: oh there were gosh. only 8 of them. Only his mom, what a tiny little family. Well, um, his his mom's Oh my god, that's how many <sighs> Round
1: two came in his dad's second marriage. So there are eight from his dad's first marriage and
0: 11 were from his dad's second marriage. My uncle, rest in peace, he has 10 kids, but it's like five and five with two mm-hmm. women.
1: It's, man, dude, that's like, that's exhausting. Two kids is, I I have had a twitchy eye for a week. I don't know if it's, I need potassium Or I need a fucking bullet in the head. Either one. I'll take (laughs) because having two kids is a lot. Okay. Anyway, that's a fuck ton of kids. One day they thought someone was breaking into their house. Their house had big heavy wooden doors that were being shaken like crazy. (gasps) Everyone came running out to the front room and it suddenly stopped. They assumed it was someone fucking around or worst case scenario, someone trying to break in. Some days go by and the door rattling starts happening again. The kids are all freaking out and screaming. My dad says he remembers the doors were kept shut with a big slide bolt style lock. And he said the doors were being shaken so violently, it looked like the lock would spring loose at any moment. Holy shit. It began happening so frequently that everyone decided to sleep together in the living room because they were too freaked out to sleep alone. Mm. My dad's oldest brother decided that he'd catch whoever was messing with them by sprinkling flour on the front porch right in front of the door while he kept watch on the roof. The next time it happened, he heard the kids inside screaming to him that the doors were going off. He peeked over the edge of the room expecting to see the assholes scaring them. There was no one there.
0: Oh, my fucking- he said
1: he said, from the outside, everything was quiet and still. When he checked the flower for footprints, he found it completely untouched. Nothing was disturbed. Whoa. Everyone inside swore the doors were shaking, and the noise had filled the whole house. My dad said there was a story about gold being buried somewhere on the property, but nothing was ever found. The door shaking kept happening. Eventually, they moved out when my grandfather got remarried. When I asked him if anything else had ever happened, he mentioned that one of his youngest sisters once saw a dog without a head. Not, <gasps> go- not gory, just a body without a head. Yeah. Running around the living room. It ran behind a sofa and disappeared.
0: Oh, my God. I, I can't.
1: Sorry this was so long. Love you
0: both. <laughs> oh, my God. A dog. I'm not going to sleep. Not just uh, what I, I know. Not, not bloody or anything. Still. Yeah. Still. Oh, my God. This is the my ha- like, you know, how I get chills about everything. This shit is like, beep! like it's yeah. trying to get out of my skin. Oh, that's fucked. <laughs> that is fucked. Oh, oh my God. OK, oh. I have another one. Thank you for that. Oh, God. Thanks, Vanessa. I'm going to have a fucking dream about Marty running around with no head.
1: Oh, when you
0: picture the no head, what do you picture? Because it's... I, I'm picturing like a medium-sized brown, tannish dog just running, like, but then there's just no head. But it's not like bloody or gory. And you you know, maybe you could see the, like, it's just... It's you just picture like torso. a cartoon
1: steak where you, like, see just, like, red and then a white spot where the neck Bone is or whatever. Yeah. There,
0: yeah, there's that or it's just like you just see the torso and it's just like like a regular happy dog running but there's no
1: fucking head i picture i picture that except where the head would be it's like a clean
0: nothing and it's like
1: gray like um like somebody was building it on a computer program and then was like
0: i don't have time for this and so then it's just like the head's not there that's funny you said cartoon steak today and i said cartoon steak yesterday you did I did about um. They were trying to explain to me about what ribeye looked like, and they were like, you know, you know, it has like the circle, and I was like, oh, a cartoon steak. Le- when I, when who's I who me and my friends when we were at Wilson's getting brunch, <gasps> and I was like, oh yeah, with the and she's like with the circle bone, and I was like a cartoon steak, and they were like, oh! yeah, they go yeah, and then, and then you said that, and it was the same thing. This is mm. uh, I love, just love you, so I just, I just love you too.
1: <laughs> okay, so we have one more email that I want to read called. Spooky toddler <laughs> ghost stories.
0: Ooh, toddlers. Ugh, I know those are the these are the creepiest ones.
1: Mm-hmm. This is from Kim, Tasha, and Gabe. First, I want to say, as a fellow Wisconsinite oh hi hi
0: <laughs> oh hi tell your mom i said hi oh watch
1: for dear okay so she's currently living in the south i love listening to you guys every week to give me a healthy dose of good old wisconsin accents honestly it makes me a little homesick in the best way
0: mm. oh
1: what else it's so funny when i don't hear my wisconsin accent very hard and we've talked about this before but i hear yours super hard do you Oh yeah. Do I have a super Wisconsin y accent? Sometimes sometimes it'll it'll come out, but it will come out so hard. It'll come out really hard for like a couple words and then kind of fade out. Go back in. It comes out like that um that like tongue and Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I've I've noticed it talking to uh Eric because I'll be like saying a word. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like uh, it's uh, doent, you know, and he'll be like doenta, and I'm like, oh no, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, you know, like like no, no, no. I'm yeah, like, you can you get rid of that e. You can <laughs> get rid of that uh, that u
1: the u h at the end, the, the you, silent p or whatever the fuck is going on. Doenta. <laughs> you're like, you got it, you got it. He goes, he's like really getting conditioned to the Midwest, and he slaps his knees. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm so proud. I'm so proud of my son. So let's let's get back to Kim here. Anywho, yeah, you're from here. Anywho, anywho, anywho I heard your call. Oh, I'm reading her. I'm reading her shit in a Wisconsin accent. It, what am it. I doing? What yeah. am I doing? All right, Kim. Hi, Kim. Anywho, tell me if this gets too annoying, and I'll switch back. It won't. <laughs> the listeners are like, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I heard your call out for ghost stories during this week's mish episode, and I got real jazzed because I know a kid who is a total freak when it comes to this stuff. Buckle up, because there's a whole lot to unpack here. All names changed for privacy purposes. I'm not changing any of her wording. Her, her wording is Wisconsin as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm jazzed. I am jazzed. Okay. To give you a little background, the kid in question is my cousin Emily's daughter, We will call her Haley. This all took place when Haley was around two to three years old. From the time Haley started talking, she seemed to nearly immediately speak in full sentences, almost in an adult-like way. She Mm -hmm. has always had a very noticeable, quote, old soul between her mannerisms, the way she talks, and what she talks about. She seems much more mature than her age. Shortly after Haley started talking, her mom Emily noticed she often talked to herself when playing, which is not uncommon for toddlers. Somewhat jokingly, Emily would ask, "Haley, who you talking to?" which <laughs> Haley would respond, "The man." This was a reoccurring oh. conversation in their house, but never went much further. Months later, my grandma was moved into a nursing home. She was suffering from dementia. the worst, that is oh. that is the fucking worst. Yeah. She was suffering from dementia. See, I need to look for her because I don't like to do a joke voice when some like serious shit is being talked about. Oh, she was suffering from dementia and my family did their best to make her feel comfortable in her new room by bringing furniture and decor from her house. That's what we did for my grandpa. Yeah. My grandpa had Louis body, um, died of dementia. And it was just the it was so awful. It's, yeah. It's not um, fucking cool. No. After she moved in, Emily took Haley to visit. Immediately when Haley entered my grandma's room, she ran to the large area rug under my grandma's bed and laid down on it, stroking and giddy with laughter. When asked what she was doing, she said, Mom, it's the man's rug.
0: This was an area
1: rug that was in my grandparents' home for probably 30 plus years prior. My grandpa had died. Nearly 15 years before Haley was born, it clicked for Emily that the man was likely my dead grandpa, her oh my great-grandpa. God. My cousin confirmed this by showing Haley pictures of my grandpa, at which point she confirmed that, yes, in fact, this was the man that oh my she was
0: God. playing with at home. Oh, my God.
1: I... I'm not goosebumpy, but right now I am my whole body, my whole fucking body. like waves of it. Mm-hmm. flames coming out the side of my face. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> How do you okay. not love this shit? You know you do this change. I do right now. Head. This is
1: amazing. This is <laughs> incredible. The skeptic in me wants to go, how was Haley asked about this? Was she just
0: shown the picture? Was she, you know. of course. I don't, like, I don't even, like, believe in this shit, but I do believe in it. Like, it's not about anything can be debunked. But the fucking story is great. It's fun. It's fucking scary. What if? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not... See, but I'm I'm the person who watches a horror movie, which I'm
1: not the person who watches a horror movie, but the few that I have, I'm thinking about craft services and and what's <laughs> happening um, out of frame because it freaks me out too much. So I can't get into it. You know? I'm just like, ah! But I do think... I mean, remember when I called you bawling because Walter was barking at nothing and I was convinced that it was Rhoda? I still believe that it's, I mean, I like don't believe she's hanging out out there, but I do. Yeah, I I don't believe in that stuff, but I don't not. Yeah, I don't know. Well, because you can't because you don't have proof that
0: it's not real. Yeah, but that, I mean, it's that doesn't make that's like being like you can't prove God doesn't exist. And you're like, well, the burden of proof isn't really on me because it's supernatural. But I do believe that there's. Explanations for things that we just haven't found yet, like maybe well, we just fucking, don't know. Maybe it's there's lots of theories about it, like um, right, with the atmosphere and like replay, re- like replaying almost like a recording. Oh my um, god, I was listening to or riffs and dimensions and things.
1: I was oh listening god. to the first episode of was it the first? It, it may have been the first, or it may have just been the first that I listened to, um, of the that smartless podcast. It was the one with fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson.
0: I fucking love that podcast. Right now I'm on the Colonel O'Brien one and it's just bananas hilarious.
1: Okay. I I listen to any interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson just because Same. he's just I find him so interesting slash entertaining. You know? Yeah. Um hot fucking take. Like that's why he's the right. most
0: famous astrophysicist in Since Carl Sagan or whatever.
1: But anyway, so he was talking about time And basically the time-space continuum and how, like, if you travel in a certain way, then you can go back in time technically. And so then I got really wrapped up in going back in time and, like, just thinking about – we just don't – in our brains, the thing that makes sense is time being linear Mm
0: -hmm. and –
1: there's like, no possible way that it can be. It's just how we see it, right? It's I mean, just, it's, it's just how we see it and how we process it. And because it's our reality, then it is the reality. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily true. Q Ashton Kutcher in a child's body cussing out his child molester. Fucking what? Butterfly effect when he like goes oh, back in right. time and he's yeah. like, but his
0: mental state is. Doesn't he like wrap an um- umbilical cord around in his own head in the womb? <laughs>
1: No, I think that's from the one because you were like, "Have you seen the second one?" We've talked about this on the podcast oh, that's before. Right. Yeah. No. Um, no.
0: Cause isn't it? It's the one travel- where he goes.
1: He goes up to Amy Smart when they're kids, and he's like, "Don't fucking talk to me, or I'll kill your old goddamn family." <laughs> Whatever. And she's like,
0: "Jesus, I'm gonna go live with my mom." <laughs> isn't it? What did he say? If you go, it's like you have to travel faster than the speed of light, fucking backwards or something, something crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Or no, it was the mirrors. You can oh, yeah, see yeah, yeah. You can see. Because yeah, the refl-
1: – yes, it was the mirrors because you could see the reflections. The reflections bouncing off of each other travel at such a speed.
0: Like like every movement you make, I, don't, I see like 0.03 seconds later. It's like off a little yeah. bit. But
1: it's so minute that we – okay. Listen to us try to explain. I know. Fucking- <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Back to this fucking story. Wait, hold on. This reminds oh, she's me not. Of,
0: this reminds me of that movie with the what's her face and the aliens with the fucking octopus ink yep.
1: language. Uh, uh con- no, not Contact. Arrival. I do this every time. Arrival. Yeah,
0: this con- Contact was. Yeah, this is not Sagan. the first time we've done this. I- are we back in time right now? <laughs> How many mirrors are set up here? <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. We're not even done with the email? Holy shit. Oh, no, oh no, God. no. We're
1: only about halfway there. Okay. <gasps> okay, calm down. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm still coming. Like, my body is still getting my skin to lay flat, or my hair to lay flat on my skin. Okay. That was weird way to say it.
1: So, Haley had just let them know that her grandpa was the man that she played with, or her great-grandpa. Okay, I'm going back into the accent because we're done talking about grandma now. Okay, so we start with a cute story. God, what is that? Chester, cute story. Was that no. from Arrested Development? That's not a thing. Cute story. Yes, it is.
0: Chester, cute story.
1: It's not Chester, but it's something. Okay, hold on. I'm never going to get through this email. Arrested Development, cute story. I think it was the Cherith cute story. Oh, Cherith is, that a, is a maritime lawyer specializing in pirates. <laughs> Michael's inspiration came from appearing in the trial of Captain Hook as a young boy. Yeah. <laughs> Cherith Cute Story. Cherith Cute Story will fight for you, whether you've been involved in a minor dock incursion or you earn your livelihood on the Great Salty Brine. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, anyway. Okay. So we start with a cute story. The rest are a bit freakier. When Haley was two, her younger brother, Arthur, was born These days, she's the most loving and doting big sister. Oh, my God. She's the most loving and doting big sister, and they have such a sweet relationship. But shortly after he was born, their mom stepped out of the room while Haley played on the floor, and Arthur slept in his bassinet. Oh,
0: no.
1: When she returned a few minutes later, she found Haley attempting to smother Arthur with a (gasps) pillow. Whoa. Emily understandably freaked the fuck out and told Haley that she could hurt her brother if she did something like that. Haley's response, it's okay if Arthur goes to heaven because I can see him whenever I want. Oh my God. All caps, Jesus Christ, kid. Are you kidding me? I don't know how their mom ever slept again. Oh my fucking God.
0: No. So, no. Okay, go ahead. <sighs> okay. And she how old was she?
1: She was fucking two. She was like, oh, oh. I mean, little kids don't, when Darla was born, she was in her bassinet and I had walked out of the room and I walked back in, she was sleeping and I walked back in and she was um, crying on the floor and I'm like, oh my God. And Jacoby had taken her out of the bassinet, but he's two, mm-hmm. you know, and he doesn't know how to support her head. I don't know. how, So I like freaked out because he's like, I wanted her to play. And he like took her out of the bassinet and put her on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she's too heavy for him to lift and whatever. Oh, scary. Yeah. But kids are, you know, little kids, they don't fucking know anything. Oh, yeah. okay. She says, okay, so I could go on and on with the stories, like the multiple times she has predicted deaths of our family members and family friends within hours, but I'll leave you with one last gem. One day, Emily noticed that Haley seemed more on edge. She was more agitated than normal and seemed to be talking in hushed tones to someone When Emily asked her what was wrong, she said there was a bad guy in the house. (gasps) Emily, thinking and hoping this was just her daughter's creative imagination, initially just brushed it off. Later, though, Emily walked into the kitchen to find Haley standing, staring into an empty corner, holding a knife. No. Again, Emily asked, What's wrong? (laughs) To which... Um, Hi, honey. (laughs) (laughs) To which Haley replied... The bad guy is in the house. Emily yelled, Haley, tell the man he has to leave. Haley raised the knife above her head and yelled, get out of my house, chasing whatever or whoever it was that she was seeing across the kitchen until she got to the front door where she collapsed onto the floor, uncontrollably sobbing. Freaky as fuck, right? What? How old was she then? I don't know how old she was then, but. Haley is now seven years old, and I haven't heard of any recent events, though I do wonder if kids like her are eventually socially conditioned to stop talking about their experiences. Yes. Yeah. Um, oof, this email is real long. If you made it this far, God bless. I hope these stories are everything Gabe's little heart desires. Oh, my God. Love you, Wisconsin good. gals. Bye.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. Dude.
1: That was fucking... Not only did Gabe love that, but Kim... You got me,
0: yeah. You did that. I want more. I want to hear the stories about her fucking predicting I these wanna, deaths. I want to hear. I want to
1: hear every Haley I meet story. This child. Yeah, I want to look deep into her eyes, and I want her to look deep into mine, and I want her to tell me if my dog who passed away lives in my house. This people have abilities. Like, we talk about how much of the brain lights up when things happen, when we study it, blah, blah, blah. Like, for us to think that we know even a fraction of what the fuck is going on is bananas and short-sighted and egomaniacal. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't know dick. And there is, I am surrounded by people who died in the plague. (laughs) (laughs) I just picture myself in my basement, as in the show Ghosts. You know,
0: yeah, it's all those like <laughs> it's evil. all the
1: people who died in the plague in that basement. <laughs> Except my house was built in 1993, so it's all like guys in <laughs> mesh crop tops or whatever.
0: <laughs> guys with Hurley, fucking. Oh, that's that's early 2000s. Oh, you're 93.
1: Right. My house was built in 93, so uh, two
0: toned pants. Yeah, denim um, pants.
1: Somebody with a VHS tape of the Taco Bell commercial where MC Hammer dances. <laughs> yeah, it's Boy, that's pretty specific, Tasha. Yeah, because my sister recorded that commercial <laughs> on VHS. He did a series of commercials for Taco Bell where he like did the hammer dance. <laughs> and her and her friends would fucking watch it and do the dance.
0: It's just <laughs> Bill Clinton playing a saxophone on the Arsenio Hall show walking <laughs> through your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the shower and you're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we get it. You're going to be a cool guy president. Cool, cool. <laughs> Eat your fucking cheeseburgers and shut up. Finish you know. your goddamn filet of fish. <laughs> All right. Leave Monaco alone. Just, just for the future. Just, You know what? We don't even need to go there. Not yeah, a hot take. But you know it's what? It's going to be a whole thing.
1: Yeah. God, it sucks. God, it fucking sucks. Anytime. Yeah. And you know What? People talk about, look at me getting my wagon finger out. People talk about like, oh my God, everybody's got, can't we take things for face value? Can't we take things for what they are? Everything's got to be fucking picked apart and analyzed. And it's like, yeah, because when it's presented to us at face value, it's a 21 year old girl who's being villainized for being groomed by the most powerful man in the world. And she's treated Mm -hmm. like shit and she fucking made it out alive through yeah. that situation and then it's not until now that we're like oh sorry monica sorry Brittany. sorry tanya harding start mm-hmm. like all of these fucking yeah i'm gonna overanalyze every fucking thing that's put in front of me after all of these fucking yeah. women get dragged for bullshit that right they're being put through oh anyway thanks for the ghost stories you guys yeah <laughs> now we've had our fill until next halloween right
0: Nope. We'll do that. no we can every do day. This. Every day all day. That's what I want. Always send more. I'll read them on my own. I don't care. DM them to me. I don't care.
1: No, don't because I like to read them to you with a bad attitude about it. But um
0: you do. You're like, "Ugh, I got to read okay. this to Gabe." And I'm like, "Well, I could just read it myself." And you're like, "No."
1: <laughs> no. I want to watch your joy, but then also stomp on it a little bit. <laughs>
0: this is how this is your same reaction to when you what when you cook something and have me eat it only you're happy about it you're like yeah (gasps) wait i want to watch you eat it i want to watch you enjoy it
1: i do no i do i like bringing you joy but i just don't like i like food so i like bringing you joy with food i like gifts so i like bringing you joy with gifts i should just look at this as that as like like a some sort of like gift thing and just delight in your delight Instead also, of putting my own <laughs> needs into it. It also has nothing to do with SVU. So I'm just like, why are we doing this? But then I feed it because I just like watching you be happy. <laughs> Does anyone have any Christmas stories? Wait, we I, got, oh,
0: my God. Christmas. See, that's a. Yeah, I has, get it. Has now.
1: anyone ever met Mariah Carey? Has anyone ever had an amazing Christmas? We should do like. Is there an SVU Christmas special? Ooh, we could do a Christmas crime. Yeah. Wait, that's just the story
0: of jean JonBenet Ramsey. I forgot you love Christmas so much. You're like my mom. I got her some socks last year at the bottom. It says, like, if you can see this, I'm watching Hallmark Christmas movies or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, it's it's getting to be that time of year.
0: Christmas is my least favorite holiday. I actually hate Christmas. I hate Christmas.
1: It doesn't... I can't see it jingling your bells, but um, it (laughs) really... (laughs) It, it's like there's – so my my mom was and still is just a big like – she was always the happiest around Christmas. You know, mm-hmm. like she loved when it turned to sweater weather and I just like – I like the decorations. They feel warm and inviting. I have a fire going in my fireplace right now. Mm-hmm. I asked the kids the other day. We were going to do something and Darla likened something to a Christmas thing. And I was like, should we listen to Christmas music, you guys? And they were like, No. <laughs> <laughs> They like it, but they're just like, mom, they're like everyone else in my life where they're like, mom, it's not even fucking Halloween. Don't be this woman.
0: After Thanksgiving, I like do everything I can to not have to go into any stores Mm -hmm. until after Christmas. because I I don't want to I don't want to listen. I don't want to hear the radio. I don't want to fucking see the fucking anything. It's just like the little snowman. It's just
1: what? (laughs) <laughs> so then you just like nestle right into seasonal depression like at least mine has some bright spots. Well, I just I don't enjoy
0: I don't enjoy Christmas at all. I don't like it. Um
1: all I went for was... You don't like the music. You don't like you dude, don't like I'll being cozy. To that song.
0: I'll like yeah. I'll listen to that song in fucking July because it's a good song. It's a fucking No, fucking it's jam. just um it's cold and there's all this money you have to spend and the travel and uh, it's very stressful, and I I just don't enjoy it. I don't.
1: You go, you go to your parents, and there's just a plethora of food in front of you. It's, it's predictable. I know exactly what I'm going to eat. There's, like, multiple days of the year that I know exactly what I'm going to eat. Yeah. And Christmas I mean, it's just, is one of those.
0: It's just, like, that, to me, I have feelings of just being, like, tired from, like, getting up early. Mm-hmm. You know? My mom's coffee cake is fucking rad. But, like...
1: Wearing like onesie jams and cute little cozy socks like I like getting like a little bit drunk at my mom's on Christmas Eve and just like just like wearing my pajamas and being all cozy. The best Christmas I had,
0: my favorite Christmas was a couple years ago when I just I dropped acid and watched Blue Planet 2 on a 70-inch screen. I was like this is the I was like this is the best Christmas ever. I don't have to fucking <laughs> be. I don't have to be anywhere. I don't have to fucking like I don't have to, anybody I'm just I show up. I don't know. I it was a couple of years ago. Um like 2 years you ago. You eat or an acid in your 30s? Oh my god. Yeah. I was really scared because I hadn't since I was like 19. I can't believe you never told me this. I thought I told you this. Um, you didn't tell me this. <laughs> I thought-
1: <laughs> um or may- maybe you did and I blocked it out cuz I was just like Yeah, well, my fun's over. So I think maybe you did because I was like, I will never
0: eat acid again in my life. I was scared because I was like, man, I'm fucking like 36 or something. I was like, I don't know if I want to commit to or whatever. Coming
1: back Celine Dion style. I got it. I remember it now. Yeah. It was great.
0: I was like, this is the whole, the afterwards I was like, man, that was just, I want to do that every year. (laughs) like, (laughs) I want it to be a Christmas tradition that I just don't, I don't have to show up at somebody's house. You know how I don't like doing that? I going ghost, anywhere or doing anything? Going, yeah, I going do. Going to somebody's house. Yeah. Socializing. I don't – I can just – it was fucking awesome.
1: The best is that you don't like doing that, but then when you do, you're like, that was actually kind of great.
0: Yeah. Once I get there, I'm fine. I just don't – it's the whole, like, having to – it's just – I have the chairs that I like at my house. You yeah. know? I don't <laughs> want to sit on those other people's chairs. It's just – I don't know. I'm just weird about it. I I constantly try to be better about it to like, Mm -hmm. so other people can, people people always want me to come to their house and I want to be able to give them that, but it's really hard. (laughs) It's really hard. I don't know why. It just is. You've always been like that though. I know. And I don't know why. It's okay. No, it doesn't seem like it's okay. People get mad about it. You know what? Fuck them. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like if people get mad about it, then they're just not like willing to understand. Then they haven't known you long enough. Yeah, but
0: it's also selfish. Like, I should be able to force myself to, like, do that. Is
1: it selfish or is it you being almost 40 and being like, I know what I like and what I don't like? I don't fucking go to concerts of bands that I don't like. Is that selfish? Or do I just not go because I don't fucking like it? I like when you come to my house. I do. But I don't need it because I've known you for so many years that I know that it's not fucking personal. If people are mad about it, they're taking it fucking personally personally. And if they're gonna take it personally, then that's a them problem. That's not well, a you problem. Yeah, you but, it's like, it. but it's also like
0: But it's also like, oh, if you wanna hang out, you have to come to my house. Like people sometimes want to have you at their house. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, you have to do the work of going somewhere to see me. Selfish. I guess.
1: Okay, thanks. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thanks for the emails. Love you bye. Love you bye. bye.